This is Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. I've got Eric Wittenberg, an active duty Army veteran who was deployed to Afghanistan in 2010. And he's been working as the suicide prevention coordinator for the past four years with the Minneapolis VA healthcare system. And he's worked in different roles with the VA, um, including his time on the PTSD team as a therapist and at the St. Paul Vet Center as a, a readjustment counselor. Good morning, Joe. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on Wellness Wednesday. You know, with um, all the news around recent, you know, troop withdrawal from Afghanistan after 20 years and the recent 20th anniversary of 9-11, you know, we were thinking about, you know, veterans and veteran mental health. And so I wanted to have a conversation, kind of a general conversation about that topic today. Um, Before we get started, I wonder if you could just... You know, I think people know what the VA is, but maybe not familiar with all the services that are offered. So maybe just kind of a general overview of, uh, of what is the VA and, and what special services do you offer for veterans? Yeah, no problem. So here uh, we're, we're at the Minneapolis uh, VA healthcare system. So that includes 13 outpatient uh, community clinics uh, all through Minnesota and including Western Wisconsin. So we have primary care, we have mental health, we have specialty services, dental vision, all the above. Um, Our focus or my focus is really on that that mental health services. And so within mental health, we also have addictive recovery services for those with drug and alcohol issues. We have an intimate partner violence um, program. We have the suicide prevention program, right? What we really focus on that is, you know, getting veterans who are at a higher risk for suicide, getting them some enhanced care during um, their time that they're in a crisis or shortly after. Um, We also manage the veterans crisis line referrals. So when people make a call in crisis uh, 24-7, we manage that and connect them with care as best we can. And aside from that, we just have a variety of different groups um, providing for mental health services. Well, how would you say that veteran mental health overall is doing? I mean, I imagine that the services and the conversations have changed so much, even in the past couple of years. Yeah, so last year, you know, when um, we had the unfortunate incident of uh, Mr. Floyd's death, uh, we, we did see quite an uptick in calls and just people coming in and needing to talk to providers, right? We, we, had, we were very busy, to say the least, uh, not only in person, but with Veterans Crisis Line. Then COVID hit, right? And so we started to see a different type of caller calling in. So not so much just in a mental health crisis, but just not doing well in general, um, whether it's trying to find transportation, whether it's uh, fearful of running out of meds or supplies. Um, so we really try to manage that. I think, you know, this spring we really saw uh, a little bit of relief from all that. Um, our numbers kind of started to level off. People were seemed to be doing better. Our um, suicide attempts um, that we track uh, seem to be decreasing as well. So I think right now we're kind of in a, in a holding pattern in a good way, if you will, um, that we're kind of back to, to the norm. And I think people are finally recovering and healing through all the stuff that's happened in the last year or two. So um, when you talk about, you know, suicide prevention and, um, you know, maybe suicide rates uh, of veterans, how common is, um, is is the issue when it comes to mental health? And, um, and maybe some have uh, let their mental health treatment lapse. Um, you know, how common would you say is, is veteran suicide? Because I think it's something we hear about, but maybe we're not totally familiar with the, with the numbers. 
Right, so this is a stat that was shocking to me when I first started the program. So uh, on any given day, right, there's about 6 to 7% of our population are, are considered veterans. However, in some populations among veterans, they're dying at a rate two times more than the general population. Mm. Um, so we're looking at a pretty big problem. Um, and if you look at, you know, the data over the last few years, we're still kind of at that 20 veterans per day die by suicide. Mm. Uh, we get that number by... Uh, uh, 17 uh, veterans who meet the federal definition. And then if you add in the active duty, the reservists and the guards, that's how we get to that 20. So that number um, is, is uh, really hasn't changed in the past, you know, five, six years. However, the Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention just released their national report for 2019 yesterday. Um, and the main thing that I want to show with that is that for the first time since 2001, we have seen a decrease in uh, veteran suicide at such a high number of almost 400. So in the last year, um, we, we can show that we're, we're really um, making some, some headway in, in helping our veterans. Sure. I'm talking with Eric Wittenberg, an active duty Army veteran who was deployed to Afghanistan in 2010, and um, he's been working with the uh, Minneapolis VA healthcare system. You know, uh, on the topic of veteran mental health, what percentage of veterans would you say you know, suffer from some kind of PTSD? And I guess my question there also is, what can be done to help? So that number, you know, a lot of times we feel it's low. Right now, roughly, it's about 13, 14, 15 percent of those who have served in the military are diagnosed with PTSD. The reason why we think that's low is a lot of it goes undiagnosed. Mm. People never come in for help, right? Or oftentimes they have, you know, a set of symptoms but don't meet full criteria. So we, we imagine that that number is, is much higher for the cases that I said. And honestly, the best way to help those folks, and, and the studies are out there, is, is coming into the VA because we really specialize in that care for veterans, whether it's mental health, primary care, specialty care. Um, all our data and statistics show that those veterans that come into the VA just do better in life and have lower suicide rates, right? Um, so we just got to make sure we get that. We're really pushing the public health model for suicide prevention and mental health. So that means we're trying to trying to shift the paradigm from waiting till somebody's in a crisis, mm. waiting until they take that action to take their life, to actually getting them the help in the community. Right? We're trying to teach you know places where they work and where they recreate their schools. We're trying to give everybody in the community information to ask those hard questions about suicide. So hopefully they can help people before it gets to the point where they want to take their life. Now, has what has been going on overseas had any effect lately? I mean, have you been hearing from veterans who may have served in Afghanistan uh, with the troop withdrawal recently? Have, have you been hearing from people? Yes. So right right after, I think it happened on a weekend when we started seeing the images on the TV, right? Mm -hmm. um, a huge uptick, not only in calls, but people wanting to come in and talk to their providers. Um, not only from the veterans who served in Iraq and Afghanistan, but the previous Gulf War, right? The Vietnam veterans. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of it has to do with just finding that purpose and that meaning. And for, for some, that was taken away from them by those images and 
So we want to make sure that we we know that we are here for those men and women, right? We want to help them. We can talk. We can connect them with other veterans that are dealing with it so they don't have to feel so alone. Do you hear from vets around the anniversary of 9-11, which is the 20th anniversary of 9-11, if, uh, gosh, if you can believe that? But is that like a, a time of year where you tend to get more calls? You know, we, we really don't, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, yeah, once we kind of get through summer, summer is kind of a lull. And then, you know, fall, I think once people get into the routine of fall and winter in school, we, we start to see more maybe in that October, November time frame. But um, since my time here, yeah, I don't think we've really seen too much of an uptick around that 9-11 anniversary. I'm talking with Eric Wittenberg, an active duty Army veteran who works uh, for the Minneapolis VA healthcare system. And do you provide services for uh, for family of, of veterans? And I guess my other question there is, what can friends and family or even coworkers of, uh, of veterans who may be experiencing a crisis, what can we do to help? Yep, so to answer the first question, uh, we do have some um, couples therapy or, or marriage therapy mm-hmm. that we do here at the uh, VA, right? Um, spouses and loved ones are, are more than welcome to come in and um, attend a visit with a, a veteran or be here for support, wait in the lobby, grab something to eat. So we do do that. I will tell you uh, the the vet centers here in Minnesota. So that is actually part of the Department of Veterans Health Administration. One in Duluth, one in Minneapolis, and one in St. Paul. They really do focus on that, that family and that couples counseling as well. So that's an option for everybody as well. All they can they can just go online and. And look up uh, Minnesota Vet Centers, and it will bring the link to one of those three sites, and they can help that way as well. Yeah, and um, I guess some final thoughts on, you know, again, the kind of the best way that we can support our, our friends and family members or, again, like coworkers um, who have served in, in the military and, and may be struggling. So uh, a couple things with that, right? I, I think we all go through tough times in our life where we're down, Um, And we just need a good friend or somebody to empathize with our situation. So Mm -hmm. I always say the best thing you can do is just be a good person and talk to somebody, ask questions, right? The VA has a great campaign called Hashtag Be There. Now we're switching to the Reach Out campaign. Um, Once again, it just gives you ideas of how to connect with a veteran. As easy as, hey, do you want to go grab a cup of coffee? Oh, I, you know, I know you've been isolating lately. Why don't we go walk in the park, right? We, none of us have to be trained in mental health or have any special skills to help somebody. We just have to be there and, and be a good person and empathize. Uh, you know, listen more than you talk, right? Let them mm-hmm. vent or let them get some things off their chest. And then the most important thing is, right, we have the Veterans Crisis Line number. Um, so that is one 800 Two seven three eight two five five veterans press one. Good thing about that is you don't have to be the veteran to call. You can be a friend, a family, coworker, loved one who needs some help um, with a veteran, and you can call that as well. So I think just ultimately knowing that veterans have a hard time um, sometime and just treat them with respect, kindness, and let them know that help is available. Well, that's great advice. And thank you so much for joining Wellness Wednesday today. Again, the work you do in, you know, not only normalizing, um, you know, talking about mental health issues, but mental health issues and treatment for veterans. Uh, Eric Wittenberg has been my guest this morning on Wellness Wednesday. So you take care. Thank you so much for your time. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. Our producer is Anna Weggle, and our digital producer is Jay Gabler. 
Our theme music is a portion of the song FB1 Number no. 2 by Christian Bjorklund under the non-commercial Sharealike 3.0 international license. Head to thecurrent.org for more wellness content and great music.